Hi, I'm Julie Duell, Community Relations Manager for the City of Sparks. Welcome to the Ignite Sparks podcast. My guest today is our newly appointed Sparks City Attorney, Wes Duncan. Welcome to the show. Hi, Julie. Excited to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. And I know um, it's pretty exciting. You were just appointed recently by Mayor Ed Lawson. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I've been city attorney for approximately 24 hours. And um, yeah, yesterday was a special and exciting day. My uh, parents were in town. Uh, my wife and my three beautiful kids were there and some friends. And, um, you know, I had the opportunity, the humbling opportunity to be appointed uh, by Mayor Lawson to serve uh, the remainder of Chet Adams' term, who just left and retired. And that's just what I was going to ask you. Um, Chet's been with the city, I think, 31 years, and he was a city attorney for 25. How's that to fill those big shoes? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, when someone is is in one position for 28 years, um, they certainly have uh, an intimidating amount of uh, just institutional knowledge, and he's seen everything that you can see in the city um, from cases that you prosecute to cases that we defend. And so um, certainly being able to learn uh, under him for the last 18 months and, and kind of get a feel for what we do in the city attorney's office was was definitely a beneficial uh, thing for me. And that's what you were just talking about. So you served under him for a few years. You want to just maybe talk a little bit about your background? Sure. So out of law school, I um, uh, was sworn into the uh, Air Force JAG Corps. So I was uh, a four and a half year active duty uh, judge advocate. I had the chance to um, deploy to Iraq and I Mm. worked at the Central Criminal Court of Iraq. And that was a really formative experience for me because uh, I got to see a criminal justice system uh, up close and personal that, um, you know, was just vastly different from ours. And, and you know, you, you realize that every system has its its problems and things that you need to work on. Uh, but I became very appreciative of the American system and, and our constitutional form of government and being able to work with the Iraqis on a day-to-day basis and see their system and see the country where, you know, the rule of law had broken down and it was a dangerous place. You just, you realize, you appreciate uh, just America and law enforcement and the safety of the community and all those things are, are just interesting in, in bringing me to, to where I am. And so I, I left active duty. I went into the reserve. So I still serve uh, as a reservist and as a lieutenant colonel at a base uh, in Marysville, California. And then everything from uh, private practice to uh, being a prosecutor on both ends of the state, uh, was a, an elected state assemblyman, uh, was at the attorney general's office. And then uh, before coming to the city of Sparks, I was uh, working at the Washoe County District Attorney's Office, got to prosecute cases, do things that I was passionate about there. And then this opportunity uh, was one that I couldn't pass up in Sparks. Gosh. What a history. Thank you so much for your service, number one. And thank you for your service, too, to the City of Sparks, because we're very, very excited to have you here. I know you've been with us for how many years now with Sparks? That's about 18 months. Yep. And in my role, I was the chief assistant city attorney. And, you know, I just I came to such an appreciation for um, just how our city employees really love the city that they work for, that they... Um, just show up to work every single day. They work hard uh, with a smile on their face. And, you know, I'm just proud to be able to represent the city as a, as the city attorney and uh, just feel super humbled to, 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 to be uh, right here, right now, uh, here in Sparks. 
Well, we're thankful to have you. And, you know, I got to thinking that I'm not sure. Really, a lot of people know what a city attorney's office does. So I thought maybe we could have you answer that question. So the city attorney's office is a a full service government law firm, and we represent every city department. Um, So from everything from the Sparks Police Department to the fire department uh, to everything in between from uh, the community service division to the city council uh, as a, as a whole to the city manager's office. We represent uh, every department in the city. Uh, We also have a a prosecution role in the city. So the city attorney can be kind of thought of as the chief prosecutor in the city of Sparks. We prosecute all misdemeanor crimes, including DUIs, domestic violence, TPO violations. TPO is uh, temporary uh, protective orders. Okay. So if a domestic violence victim filed something against um, someone that, that had, had allegedly uh, hurt them or was threatening them, uh, we can prosecute those cases as well. And so we take very seriously, um, you know, keeping the community safe and prosecuting cases, working with our law enforcement partners to make sure these cases are worked up so that we can get justice for victims, that we can keep our, our city safe from um, those that, that, that drive under the influence of alcohol or drugs and uh, especially, you know, crimes that are committed uh, against uh, people in domestic relationships and those, ty- t- those types of things as well. Oh, that's such good information. And I think that's really good information for our listeners because I'm not sure that everybody knows that. So thank you very much for, for talking about that. Um, well, they'd be like my kids that said, well, Dad, what's the city attorney do? Well, I'm glad you asked, son. <laughs> Let so, me tell you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's exciting. They they really love and, and I think are proud as, as little kids. They're eight, seven, and three of yeah, seeing us work with the police. And, and you know, I, I, I'll just highlight the thing about our city. So I've brought, I've, I've, I've brought my kids to, um, you know, see the canine unit work or to, to go to a police briefing. And, and the police are always so welcoming to them. And, you know, I, I was laughing because my wife was driving home one day. For, they were driving them home from school and they, they got home and they said to me, Dad, I saw I saw my guys out there today. And they were talking about the yeah, Sparks Police. So yeah. it, it just it's it's emblematic, I think, of just that community feel that that our um, just our city departments, um, you know, make people feel welcome. And even though they're they're little kids, they were yeah. kind to them. It was it was very cool. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, I got to meet your kids the other day when you were being sworn in, and they're just adorable. So I'm so glad you brought them. And, you know, I wanted to talk to you, too, because you sent out an email recently to city employees, you know, to say, hey, you know, I'm the new, newly appointed city attorney, and you just made us all just kind of happy to see an email from you to kind of get to know you. And I know one of the things you put in the email was um, the city attorney's mission vision and values statement. And I know that means a lot to you. And I thought I'd just talk to you a little bit about that. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, first and foremost, I, I view the city attorney position. Um, it's, it's obviously a, a, an attorney position, right? The, the, the word right. attorney is in, is in the title, but it's first and foremost, a leadership position. Um, you have to lead a, a department of professionals and support staff and really be able to help create a, a legal vision for the rest of the departments that you represent. And so I'm very passionate. I think it comes from me still being a military officer of um, leading people. 
and ensuring that the people that you lead, not only in your immediate area that you're leading, but also throughout the city, know really the why for why you're doing things. Um, and so that's why I think mission and vision statements and value statements that are really thought out that that to help animate the reason why you do things within your organization um, really helps bring clarity. And so mm-hmm. part of my introduction to the city, and again, I, I've been here 18 months, but um, now that I'm taking on, you know, the leadership role in the office, I really want people to know what we're all about, what, what drives us, what our vision is, what our mission is, what our values are. And when we do things, uh, right, we can point back to our mission and vision statement to show people well, why we're prosecuting uh, a case more vigorously or why we're trying to make changes within the city or, or being more proactive in our legal advice and our strategic planning. And so um, that, that's why I think it's it's important um, for, for doing those things. And I will make sure that in the show notes that we'll have a, a link to those um, so that people can read them and really know what um, our city attorney's office has all Yeah, about, and so. I appreciate it. I mean, at, at the crux of it, I mean, we want our legal services that we provide to our clients and our service of others and the citizens of Sparks, by providing those legal services, we envision uh, a brighter future where Sparks is the best place to call home in America. Like we want our the activities of activities of our office and the way that the city helps operate. We want those services uh, to make Sparks the best place to call home. Yeah. Wow. I love that. That's awesome. Thank you. And I know kind of along that lines, um, you personally have had some kind of new initiatives for the office. And um, one of those, I know you recently worked with our Sparks Police Department to send out a release about um, uh, illegal street racing. And you're saying, hey, it's not okay to do that. And if you do that, we are going to come after you, prosecute. So do you want to talk about that initiative? Yeah. So, you know, again, um, and, and, you know, I'll relate it back to our vision and, and mission, but one of the things that we wanted to do was part of our mission statement was to enhance community safety by working with our law enforcement partners. And so this is a great example of, of us doing that. Um, the Sparks Police Department is leading an effort um, to try to cut down on the amount of illegal street racing that's been occurring uh, in our city. And we want to send the message that this is not okay because it not only endangers yourself right in your car, but it endangers right. the people that are with you. It endangers the other um, drivers that might be out on the roadway um, and it endangers pedestrians. And so by partnering with the Sparks Police Department, our office, and also our other le- uh, law enforcement partners throughout the region, uh, we want to send the message that Sparks is not the place that you should be doing this, that we care about our citizens, that we're going to do everything that we can to keep them safe. And so I think it's a, a great example of just our mission mixing with actual action. Right. And yeah. um, saying that we're, we're not going to do that. And, and so, you know, we're going to continue to partner where we can and our office will, you know, vigorously prosecute those cases because we care about the safety of, of the citizens that live here. Gosh, I know I, I appreciate that personally, because I do hear some of that. And I know it's worked already. I mean, from what I understand, there's already been several arrests, citations, things like that, correct? That's right. And, and you'd be shocked. There's been over 1200 calls in the reason in the region, excuse me, 
just about street racing. That doesn't include all the other reckless driving and all those different things. Like mm-hmm. calls for service specifically about street racing, over 1,200 in the region over the last wow. few years. And so when I went out on the operation on Friday, um, we went out And when there. you say you went out, you were riding I with was, our I – yeah. was, I was with Officer Sean Congdon, uh, who, who leads our traffic enforcement team. And uh, one of my other prosecutors, Adora Hightower, who's new to the office, also uh, was driving with a, with a separate officer. And so I saw firsthand, you don't realize that it's really a problem until we were uh, down in, in Reno and where they were saying that they were going to meet up. And we saw 70 to 80 cars coming to, to meet up. And then they'll go from there and they'll start racing and, and doing all these things. And we saw people racing in the parking lot and, and you know, just putting themselves and others in danger. And so right. w- when you can actually see that and, and be out there uh, and, and observe it, you really understand the, the problem is a, is a pretty big, big one. But that's what I love about our city is that we've got willing leaders within the city that are willing to no hesitation partner up on something like this. Right. Chief Crawforth and, and the lieutenants and sergeants over there were uh, you know, quick to partner up and, and say, how can we come together and solve the problem? It's just a, it's a great feature of our city. Well, and I also think um, based on putting information out about there, I'm really thinking this is going to be a deterrent. Do you think? Well, and that's the thing. It's, it's, you also, you, you've got to be able to, to message out that we're not going to tolerate this. And then our action has to have follow through and then sure. you have to see the results. And so, there is certainly a deterrent effect by saying that you're not going to tolerate it, mm-hmm. following through, and then showing what happened. And so, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I hope that, that, that motorists will think twice before they illegally street race in, in our community. Yeah. yeah. And it, like you said, it's a safety issue. That's bottom line. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Well, and I know in addition to that, um, you know, you and I have kind of talked a little bit too, and you have some other initiatives that you're working on. Do you just want to talk a little bit about that? Well, you know, we've uh, really taken an effort to um, continue to bolster our relationship with with, uh, Sparks PD. And so, you know, we've implemented a training plan. Uh, We've been training law enforcement um, very regularly on everything from the Fourth Amendment to reasonable suspicion to probable cause to how to write a better report to last week uh, we did a, a training on uh, stalking and harassment cases and how to better work up those cases so that we can be pr- protecting and standing up for victims in our community and so we just really think it's important to um, just be training our law enforcement to come sure. alongside of them right it, it helps them work up better cases so that we can put bad uh, people behind bars, if that's what's necessary. Um, it also gives them more confidence uh, to do their jobs well. Um, it helps us make sure that we're safeguarding the constitutional rights of our citizens by training and making sure our officers are following all the constitutional procedures and protocols so that we're not violating people's rights. And it's just, it's a great thing to go in and work with law enforcement uh, to be able to train. It just sounds like such an important partnership that I'm really hearing based on the city attorney's office and our Sparks Police Department. Well, I, I think it's one that, that um, you know, that they do so much for, for our city and 
Of course, they make arrests and, and we prosecute all their cases in Sparks Municipal Court. So we have that interface with them um, at all times. Uh, but also, you know, unfortunately, sometimes our police officers get sued in cases. And so we represent the individual officers and the and the city and the department. Um I, I actually, suits. yeah, thank you. And I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, that's what I was going to bring up next. And I think if I remember correctly, there's two pretty big cases that we recently won. Is, is that true? Yeah. So we won them at the district court level. And, and, um, I, I assume there's, there, there's going to be an appeal in one and, and there may be an appeal in other. So I won't get into the real granular right. details of it, but. You know, I'm proud of of the efforts of our attorneys and and the way that they're defending our officers, and also the way that that our officers are um, responding to our advocacy and and you know just so cooperative and and working with us. You know, we really pride ourselves on prep uh, preparing our officers. So if they're going to go into a deposition, we we really prepare them for that deposition. We'll do mock depositions. Um, we want to prepare them. Because if you're getting sued on a on a case, it's one of the most important things that are going on in your life. And we want to be able to give them the confidence to feel as good as you can in court or in a deposition and that we are working 100% for their interests. And I really like what you said as well about the training that you're providing, um, not only for what you just said, but just training for our police officers in, um, you know, early intervention with victims and things like that. Because when our officers are out there, a lot of times it's a high stress situation. And I love that there's a lot of training going on for our officers and how important that is for us. Really keeping our community safe is their highest goal. Right. And, and what people don't realize is that the police are taking on so many more roles. You know, the uh, I, I think the rise of what I would call a mental health crisis oh, yeah. um, in, in our community and across across our nation. Um, you know, police officers are dealing with that. And we want to make sure that we're responding um, with empathy to people who are suffering from mental illness and trying to equip our officers for the tools to, to interact with, with folks like that. And so th- they've got a lot on their plate and, and I think it's incumbent on upon us to, to try to train and prepare them for the different things that they're going to see um, on the streets. Right. Um, thank you for talking about that. I think it's really important for our community to hear, you know, how, much we value our police department and how much we're working with them, you know, throughout, you know, your office and throughout the city. So, yeah, and we value, you know, I, I think the cool thing about our office is that we, we value everybody in the mm-hmm. community. Um, and we, we understand, um, that, that some people get involved in the criminal justice system, um, because of maybe circumstances, um, that are beyond their control, right. And try to have empathy about, about those situations. Also have empathy for, for victims of crime and um, understanding that, you know, many times this is one of the lowest points of their life. So we try to come alongside of them and support them. You know, we're, we're focused on just that community safety and, and the other part of, you know, going back to the, to the mission is, is being proactive. I, I, my team always jokes around with me because I always throw the word strategic around and, but I always want us to be thinking about secondary and third order effects when we make decisions. And I want us to be thinking long-term about the way that we provide our legal services and the way that we train and the way that we're thinking about approaching 
so-called problems and, and different things in the in the city. And I, I don't see them as, as problems, but but opportunities. Right. Right. Yeah. That's why I say it's mm-hmm. so-called. Um, and so we'll deal with those opportunities and we want to do it in a strategic way um, that we're thinking long term and also using the city attorney um, and our legal advice to help solve long term opportunities. Right. Right. You know, it's it's interesting because as I sit here and listen to you, um, empathy, obviously, the, the word you've used a lot, but really what I hear is a lot of integrity coming out of you and your office. And why do you think that is so important to you? Well, I think integrity is important because it's, you know, to to sum it up, it's doing the right thing when nobody is looking, right? And if you have lost that trust at the beginning, it's really hard to lead people. It's really hard to get people to come on board, come on board a mission or a vision. And it's, it's hard to do long-term collaboration and problem solving if you don't first have uh, your integrity line. So I always tell my team that, look, I would rather us lose a case um, and um, do the right thing and not, you know, then not do the right thing and win a case, right? It, it right. just, it's important to always have those first principles right and in place. And so we stress, you know, doing the right thing and, and, you know, candidly doing the right thing sometimes doesn't always make everybody happy as yeah. well. Like standing, standing up for victims or standing up for the police or standing up for defendants or wh- whatever it is, right? right whatever, right, yeah. whatever the situation calls for, um, Sometimes when you're standing up for what you think is right, um, that tends to um, upset people. And, and you have to be willing to, 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 to do that. And I think integrity, too, is about making decisions. I, I think it's about being decisive um, and, and making your words and your actions matter. Yeah. Yep. I can definitely see that. So, well, we've talked a lot about just some of your initiatives, kind of background. I wanted to make sure that there's nothing that I'm missing. And um, I, do you want to talk about anything else in particular? Well, Julie, one thing that I'm focused on and passionate about is I want to make our office um, more in, more in, uh, more engaging or engaged with, with our community. Mm-hmm. I would like to see um, our community see the city attorney's office as as a resource where they could go. Now we might not be able to help on every situation, but maybe we can help point people in the right direction. And I just want to see our office just engaged in, um, you know, dealing with issues with our seniors or um, helping out on issues like we talked about that are, that are of importance, whether it's mentoring or whether it's trying to assist, you know, with the criminal justice system, with the mentally ill, um, working with our law enforcement. I, I just, I'm going to be focused on the next six months of of trying to to get out there and, and let people know that their city attorney cares about them that I that I believe in serve you know servant leadership and um, trying to really serve others and and you know just upsetting the par- the paradigm that I think a lot of people think that oh you know the people are there politicians and electives and people in government just think that. Uh, the government, the people are there to serve them. And really, it's the opposite, right? right? The yeah. government is there to serve this community. It's there to serve people. And, you know, just making sure that you have that that um, intention, right, right. Of, 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 of making sure that we always remember 
who we work for. And, and that's one of the interesting things about being the city attorney is that uh, my boss is ultimately the the people of Sparks. It's mm-hmm. the citizens. And they'll ultimately say whether or not they think that I'm doing a good job or not. And, right, and that's right. that's how it should be. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and my actions and, and the things that we do will we'll do the talking on that and, yeah. you know, we'll feel good about whatever the outcome is. Right. And, you know, I think I wanted to give a little plug as well because, you know, you were talking about kind of getting out into the community a little bit more. And um, uh, we have talked and we're having a, a big Sparks Proud yes. event. And uh, that's going to be something that, you know, if you want to meet, you know, our new city attorney, come on out to that event. It's at Sparks High School on Saturday, April 30th from 11 to 4. And we're also going to be doing um, our Rockin' on the River events and things like that. And those are the kind of things that we all, as an entire Entire city are really trying to engage our community, and that is very important to us. And I love that you're just 100% on board with that and want to just jump on and come on out. Yeah, I, I love Teddy Roosevelt is, is one of my president, uh, favorite presidents, and, and he has this great quote uh, that he basically says, like, people don't really care how much you know until they know how much you care, right? And I think mm-hmm. that, that is, that's an important part uh, and that's something that I think people in government or people in elected office or whatever it is should always remember that we need to be reaching out to people. We need to be engaging. And look, we don't. Have, that doesn't mean we have to agree with with everything, but it it means that people need to be listened to. And um, you know, we we are there for people. Right. Right. All right. What did I miss? Anything? I just this has been such a great conversation. No, I, I think we touched on on all the highlights. I, I I would say just for folks, um, you know, don't be shy if you're if you're in City Hall and you want to knock on the door and talk to the city attorney. I, I'm here. I have an open door policy, and that's one of the great things about our city is that um, it, it's large enough that you know it's got the great things and the events and different things that are always happening here, but it's also small enough where, you know, you can go to the local coffee shop and, and see your mayor, right? Right. See That's your so city true. attorney mm-hmm. and, and go up and talk to them and, yep. and they have the time to engage. And so I'd ask people to engage and, and say hi, if you see me and, and uh, yeah, I, I appreciate the opportunity to come on the podcast today. Yeah, well, thank you. I certainly appreciate it. And again, Wes Duncan, our uh, newly appointed city attorney, thank you so much for being here. Thanks. We hope you enjoyed the Ignite Sparks podcast and that you can join us next time to find out what's happening here in Sparks.